0: Peace and blessings, you beautiful divine beings. Thank you for tuning in to the Living in Spirit podcast. It is your divine host, Zane Spirit. It is my absolute pleasure to be present in the right now and living and thriving, vibing with you all. And I just want to thank you all for this continuous support that you give this podcast that The people you send my way, the topics, the things that you guys want to discuss, I'm listening and I'm very present with them all. I'm going to drop some links in the description so that you guys can actually email us. You can interact with the brand. You can visit our website, souldriveglobal.com, and just get really interactive with the process because believe it or not, this podcast is for you all. (laughs) Of course, I love being here, but I want to make sure that you guys are getting the most out of this platform as well as enjoying all the guests that are here as much as I do and I'm going to begin this podcast with a wonderful affirmation and I like to call them little pocket mantras so maybe you can put this one in your pocket and really take it with you moving forward this one goes I am proactively choosing my ease joy and peace I am honoring my right to choose what has energy in my life. I am listening intently to the inner knowing with each choice that I make. And that is that piece. You may have to rewind that back, replay it and write it down, but may it carry you through whenever you need it. And I'm gonna go ahead and bring on my beautiful, amazing guest. And the beautiful soul behind the Just Choose You brand, Janelle, how are you, Divine?
1: I am amazing, amazing. How are you this afternoon? How are you? I appreciate this invite.
0: Yes, yes, I appreciate you being here. I am fabulous, fabulous. (laughs) Even better now that you're here. (laughs) Thank you. Awesome. How has 2022 been for you? What's been going on?
1: It has been lesson after lesson after (laughs) lesson. No, (laughs) 2022 has been good. I cannot complain. Um, I finally found a little niche where I can make a little bit of money to help me with Just Choose You. Um, I'm getting coming out of some hard earned lessons but it's been good i really can't complain
0: mm, i love that and i think a lot of us are having those uh <laughs> those uh, moments of reflection like really deep reflection this year um and just also navigating some some new spaces in our life too
1: that part Absolutely. <laughs> the new spaces part.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Please give us some background on you and how Just Choose You began.
1: Just Choose You was born or came into fruition out of the need for me to do that for myself. Um, in about 2015, I want to say, 15 or 16, I had like a really, really, really bad point in my life where I just was like really, really down and really, really low. Um, I had enrolled in school to try to find something else to do instead of the jobs that I was doing. I was doing customer service and I did that for about 20 years. And because of I like to help people, I thought, oh, this is the career for me call center. I'm always helping people good. I can help you solve that problem. But because I was good at listening and good at doing that job, I excelled in that job. So I was more than likely being put into a different position where I was being yelled at all day. So I had to get out of that realm. I found SWEHA, um, Southwest Institute of uh, Healing Arts. And started going to classes there. I took life coaching classes. I got a diploma as a holistic wellness practitioner. And it really, really helped me with the anxiety that I was going through, with the depression that I was going through, with the just feeling so lost in this realm. So once I got more into... I'll say the spirituality side, the the not so common side of understanding different diagnoses. I have been diagnosed as bipolar. I have been diagnosed as having manic depression and I have always been a person that has been against I don't want to I go the natural route. I'll say that. I I would rather go the natural route as far as diagnoses are concerned. So in the quest to help myself um I learned that what my issue was wasn't necessarily this westernized diagnosis that they had given me. What I had discovered was that this energy that I was feeling wasn't necessarily even mine. I I learned what the word empath was. I learned what that did. I learned what all these things that made me feel so quote-unquote weird were actually supposed to be doing. So with that, I had to learn myself. I had to relearn myself. And my tagline is learn you, love you, live you just choose you. So I had to relearn myself. I had to learn my triggers. I had to learn what made me act the way that I was acting. I had to learn what made me feel the way that I was feeling. Once Mm -hmm. I did that, I had to relearn how to love myself. I had to relearn how to do the things that made me feel good. I had to relearn how to live my life, how to live it according to me. I had always been one that pretty much marched to the beat of my own drum. But the different pressures and the different I have to do this because of this were weighed heavily on me mentally. And I, I finally broke. So in that, I learned how I just had to just choose me. And do something different and just choose you. So that's where it came from.
0: Mm. Wow, that's so powerful that this was birthed from, you know, your own journey, you coming into really learning to love yourself. And I actually was just having a conversation with a really good friend of mine yesterday. And I just kept saying, you gonna have to put you first you're gonna oh, yeah. have to love you right like who else is gonna lay it out for you if you're not you know
1: absolutely and and just choose you when I first said that I it what it came from is we had to the sweetheart actually taught you the business aspect of turning your purpose into passion and, and turning it into some uh, a form of um, financial gain for you for that energy exchange. And one of the things it is that they talk about is naming your company. So when I gave them the name, just choose you, and they were like, oh, that sounds nice, but that sounds kind of selfish. I'm like, well, in all honesty, you know, whatever, whatever hat it is that you're wearing, if you are a mom, if you are a gardener, if you are a caregiver, if you are a fireman, if you are Whatever, if you are a fry cook, I don't care what you are. In order for you to be the best of whatever it is that you're going to be, you have to be the best you or at least know yourself. So, just choosing you is not necessarily coming from a place of selfishness. It's more so coming from a place of let me be my best me so I can be whatever the best hat it is that I'm going to wear today for you.
0: Mm. Mm. That, that slides over so many people's heads exactly it, it really does because there's a lot of narrative uh especially in western like i mean just in, i mean western culture does have a lot of selfish gain but mm-hmm. um <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look i was about to say something that wasn't true <laughs> western <laughs> culture does have a lot of selfish gain but but there's a really a lack of spiritual uh, like hygiene and like mental yeah. well-being that is really overlooked
1: in our society
0: because we are literally trained to be a part of the rat race to be uh, you know the the people that do everything for this big monopoly you know like exactly in in the workspace so just choosing you it doesn't really feel like an option for a lot of people who are just surviving and not living right
1: exactly exactly
0: Mm, mm. so Where did, like, did you start out with Reiki first or just life coaching, like as far as services that you provide? How did you get into the services aspect?
1: Reiki came about afterwards. Once I got into reading and just the different forms of energy and just the different dualities that we have and just the different tools that we have as far as the metaphysical world is concerned, Mm -hmm. that's when I began to understand what it is that I actually am capable of, capable of, of what I've been doing my entire life. Life coaching, I didn't even know what that was until someone mentioned it to me. And once I got into Southwest Institute of Healing Arts, that was something that they offered a certificate in life coaching. I had no idea what life coaching was, but once I found the technical definition for it. And once they explained what it was, I've been life coaching my entire life. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always that person that's going to advise the crap out of you. Now, do I follow my own advice? Absolutely not. That's problem. <laughs> big problem with my life, but <laughs> I <laughs> will advise you and tell you, some of the most interesting and some of the realest things, and it's coming from a place of energy. I'm a person that deals with energy. I, you don't have to say anything to me. I don't have to be in the room with you. I, that is my superpower is I read energy very well. I feel it. I don't even want to say that I read it. I feel it. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that I had to learn how to cope with and how to deal and how to manage the different energies that I, feel. That's how I've, I've always been able to feel someone's energy. So I can sit down and have a conversation with you and you may be showing the world that you are the happiest person or that you're fine or that you're going okay or, or whatever the case may be, or it may not even be something that's sad, but I can feel your energy. So when my friends or when family members would have conversations with me, they literally would come back and be like, you know, I, that, really sat with me, that really hit me, that really touched me, that really made me do this, that really made me think about this. So while I was in school and and made my announcements of, okay, I'm going to be this life coach, I got a flood of messages in my Facebook messenger from different friends that I literally had not talked to probably since we were in high school. Um, early 20s. And this was literally, I'm 45 now. And I just did this in probably 2016. So these are people that I hadn't spoken to in well over 10 and 15 years, but I kept getting messages and messages in my inbox. Oh man, that is right up your alley. You always have said something to me that has stuck with me. You have said something to me that has touched me when I was at my darkest moment. You have just, and you didn't even know that you had this kind so once I put it out there, it was so many people that were just like, you know what? that's what you're supposed to be doing. That's how you talk. You have that non judge because you don't judge people. You are so forgiving. You are so transparent. You just can talk and talk. So once I announced that and said that and said that I was going to be doing it, I realized I had already been doing that. I just didn't know what I was doing. So life coaching is what I would say that I was doing and had been doing and that's the first service that I would say that I embraced and say that I provided that's the very first service that I have such a very hard time with charging for (laughs) because (laughs) I'm so passionate about it it's I just feel like I know that we're exchanging that energy but do I really have to charge you for this so that that is what I'm most passionate about I don't even call it life coaching anymore quote-unquote because of the stigmas that the commercial world has put on life coaching. Now, that's why I call it intentional conversations. Um, mm. Because those conversations that we're having, those questions that I'm having with having, and we're answering together, those conversations have intent. It's, I'm not necessarily trying to life coach you. I'm not necessarily trying to coach your life in some type of direction. I'm guiding you to remember things that you already know life has just made you forget. So that's mm-hmm. what my questions do and that's what the intent of my conversations are. So I, I that's why I use intentional conversationalist over life coach.
0: Mm, that's that's profound. And and I do love that you brought up how, you know, like the stigmas with life coaching is because You know, even I I'm like, look, I'm just doing some spirit led channeling. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What's this boxer putting me in? I look, I'm just letting I'm just a vessel. So whatever's gonna come through is gonna come through. (laughs) You know, and it's gonna improve your life in some way, but you gotta be ready to to invest in that, you know, what
1: exactly. Exactly.
0: Wow. And I I also loved how you mentioned like, you know, you' Embodying the energy, feeling it, the energy, and how you had to learn how to manage that. Can you go into a little bit of your own personal practice of how you've learned to manage uh, your sensitivities or your your gifts and abilities in that way?
1: Absolutely. My biggest tool and the thing you'll hear me preaching about is keeping a journal. That has allowed me to recognize different triggers. That has allowed me to recognize when it isn't necessarily my energy that it is that I'm feeling. It's allowed me to recognize that when I wake up in the morning, depending on who I've had a conversation with the day before, depending on what's going on and who. I have been in tune with on the phone, what's going on in the world, meditating and keeping a journal and protecting my space. I am one of the most introverted (laughs) people you will ever meet. Like, I don't have a problem. I did van life for a year and a half and people would be like, you just sit in your van? Absolutely absolutely mm. you don't know how peaceful that was it, it's just my world i'm one of those mm. people i don't i don't like to say out of sight out of mind because it sounds so negative when it comes to speaking about people but if if i don't see you on a regular basis on a day to day basis i'm you're probably not going to talk to me on a day to day basis you probably mm-hmm. i don't talk to my own children on a day to day basis so i'm a very I can be by myself person. i very introverted, so but I, I I with that, I've had to that's how I protect my own energy. That's how I separate you know what? you are around this person, so you're you're taken in there. So you're really not sad. you're just feeling that other person's sadness. Shake it off, do some meditating, go out and take a walk. I love to hike. That's why I love Arizona. I'm originally from Chicago but these arizona mountains that that's my grounding that is my grounding. I make sure I get out there and get out hiking, being active, it's in your diet. I'm I've just got back into being more intentional with my food. It's all in your intent. It's all in your intent and I'm and it's crazy that you asked me that because literally for the past I'll say a month. Actually, it's been about a month. It's been since I've gotten back from Chicago. I just got back from Chicago on May 10th. Mm -hmm. Um, And ever since then, I've been having, I've been in a, not as dark as it can be, but I've been in a heavy space. So I've been having to fight out of this heavy, 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 heavy space. And I've been having to make myself go journal. I've been having to make myself get out to that mountain because I've just been too heavy. And when I don't do that and when I'm I'm, I'm not grounded, that's when I feel that lost that, am I really supposed to be doing this? Is this really going to be successful? That's when that self doubt is able to creep in when I haven't been doing my journaling, when I haven't been doing my meditation, when I haven't been doing my grounding and my, um, going hiking and things like that. And I want to say this with the meditation. People think that meditation is just, let me sit down on this pillow and cross my legs and, hum. That's not it. For me, (laughs) meditation is just sitting in space. I may meditate paying attention to my breathing. I may do a walking meditation out while I'm in the mountain. Meditation is just allowing yourself space to just be. So whatever your definition of meditation is, that's mine. So I have to allow myself that space to just be and just separate. Okay, is this your feeling or is this you spent too much time with that person or you felt that from this person? So having that separation and being and being able to recognize when it's not my emotion that's making me feel that it's not my energy. I will respectfully and safely and peacefully return that to whoever it belongs to.
0: Mm. Mm. Say it for those in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Man, people make meditation so much more complex than what it has to be. And I talk about that a lot because I'm like, have y'all ever just like sat and observed your thoughts? Like, you know, not, not seeking the ultimate quiet because the ultimate quiet will come eventually. Right. like, Like that, that'll come. Like the more you sit with yourself and like know what's in your mind, but I even in the realms of clear audience, like I've caught other people's voices in my head. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. let me pull that on out. You you, this is not you don't live here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You don't live here. This is not your body. I need to close that portal and call it a day, you know. So so I'm so glad that you like brought those different techniques of meditation to just be because that place of observation really puts you on game to what's been in your energy field and more aware.
1: You have to, you have to. And we, sometimes it's very, very scary to learn your entire you. That's the good, that's the bad, that's the bad habits. That's the, uh, that's the everything. But once Mm -hmm. you, once you learn it and once you are become, become more aware of it, it helps you navigate through life i'm not gonna say you are about to have rainbows and unicorns and every day is about to be sprinkles it's that's not it it's, that's not what that means that just simply means when you get to those obstacles when you get to those things that normally would smack you down or have you down for days you're able to manage them better you're able to cope with them better even if you have the breakdown or have a little reaction that you normally had, if is, as long as you realize and recognize, hey, this is what's happening. I know that I've been here before. I can get past it. Mm-hmm. it, it it's, that's what we have to do. So self-knowledge is so, so, so important. That's why I, for me, that's why I preach about journaling so much because it allows you to... Be yourself. It allows you to go back and look at things that you've gotten through. It allows you to go back and see different accomplishments. And it depends all oh, depends on what it is that you're journaling about. And a lot of people have a, a, a stigma about that, journaling. Oh, what am I supposed to write about? Oh, that's a diary. Oh, a, no, no, there, there are no rules. There is no rule to journaling. It's you and your own private thoughts how do you want to write them out when do you want to write them out what's more comfortable for you mm. it's people turn it into a task and it's not necessarily supposed to be a task it's 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 a tool that's supposed to help you throughout your day not necessarily something that is a hindrance or oh i didn't do this that i feel bad about it no it's once you do it to the point and you If it even benefits you, because I can't even say that that's everyone's experience with it. So that's why I changed it up and started saying my experience with keeping a journal has been Mm -hmm. learning myself, has been learning my triggers, has been allowed me to be able to be maybe not so happy with something that's going on. But I'm able to take a look back and say, you know what, you were having a hard time when you were trying to do this and look how this turned out. Mm-hmm. So it just allows myself to go back and 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 learn more about me that that mm-hmm. like I said that whole knowledge of self is so powerful because you are you are able to control yourself more you're able to control how you respond to people you're able to set your own boundaries and respect them enough to make other people respect them mm-hmm. I love
0: that And I definitely agree, I second that. Journaling is one of my most helpful tools in my journey. And I've seen it work wonders for so many people. And that really leads me into like, are the 30 conversations with you journal a representation of your own inner dialogue? How did that like come about?
1: 30 conversations with you came about because I had started doing self-discovery workshops. And a lot of women, per se, don't know who they are outside of being a mother, outside of being a wife, a girlfriend, outside of being the CEO, outside of being whatever hat it is that they choose. Once that hat is removed and they're just looking at their self, quote unquote, nakedly, who is that person? So a lot of people say, I don't even know how to start, I don't even know where to begin, I don't even know what to say, let me help you out. These are just a few questions that resonated with me and made me think a little deeper. Some of them aren't even deep thoughts. Some of them are just like, hey, the whole purpose of 30 conversations with you is to get you into the habit of writing your thoughts out, but not having to try to figure out what it is that I'm going to write today. So some of the questions are very, very thought-provoking and they're meant to have you dig deeper. They're meant to have you do a little bit of reflecting. And some of them, I give an explanation as to why I chose to put that question in the book. So some of them are, to answer your question directly, some of them do very much so resonate with me and have made me sit back and think like, okay, I don't like this, so let me address this. I do like this. So let me do more of this. How can I improve this? How can I break this habit? Mm -hmm. How can I get to know myself better with this? How can I react to this again? Because life is going to happen. Life is going to happen. And no matter, unless you go and move under a bunker somewhere and don't talk to anyone, you, even if you do that around you, life is going to happen so we just have to learn how we are allowing it to affect us because we can't stop it from happening. So we're going to, we, we learn ourselves so we can pretty in every situation is going to be different, but we at least want to have a blueprint. You at least want to have an idea. You at least want to be able to say that's going to make me do this because I don't like that. Or I like that. And I know that I'm going to do this with that. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. or this is how I would like to change this the next time around.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't mind, would you share one of your favorite prompts with us? And it doesn't have to be a part of the 30 Conversations with You, um, just a prompt that you really resonate that has helped you to get to know yourself better or something that just like stumped you and was like, ooh, I, I needed that.
1: I absolutely can. And let me tell and it's not even from my journal, but it's from this book that I encourage my clients to read. Um, it's older, but it has, it's one of the very first books that I, that was recommended in school. And it's the right questions by Debbie Ford and the, The question that she has in here that really, really, really helped me continue to just march to the beat of my own drum <laughs> mm-hmm. Am I standing in my power or am I trying to please another? Mm. So many of us make so many decisions based on other people's fears other people's anxieties, what we may think other people's judgments. um, What is my community going to think of me? What is my family going to think of me? What are my kids going to think of me? We put so much weight on other people and those other people are not laying in the bed with us, looking up at night, counting the lines in the ceiling or in the shower with us when it's quiet and crying because we're so heavy in not doing what it is that makes us happy. What makes, brings us joy or what makes me smile on a regular basis. This isn't the career path that I want. It makes a lot of money and it's taking care of my family right now, but this isn't what I want to do when it's stressing me out. I'm, I'm literally not able to function anymore even for the people that are functioning, what are you doing to yourself mentally? What are you doing to yourself internally? What are you doing to yourself gut-wise? Because all of that has, is all coincides with each other. All of it is connected. Mm-hmm. So that question alone made me, that's how I go about my life now. That's how I go about my decisions when I'm in that presence of making a decision. And Taraji P. Henson says something to, and I don't know. I can't quote her exactly, but it was something along those lines. Like, how are you? You can't live yourself, live your life based on what other people are scared of no one in my family wanted me to do van life. Everybody thought I was crazy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No one was like, oh yeah, sleep in your car. We're behind that a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely not. I I lived in an apartment with my son for a year because for a year, my mother just was like, I'm not not accepting that. I'm going to get this apartment and you're going to live in it and this is where you're going to be. Okay, mama, we're going to do this. All right, I'll let you do this for a year. After that, (laughs) Van life. I'm, I was hell bent on doing it, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. it taught me so much. It, it, it taught me so much about myself. Mm -hmm. It taught me so much about what I do and don't need. It taught me so much about what I can and can't do. I don't even want to say what I can't do, but what I can do. It taught Mm -hmm. me so much about just being experiencing this human experience in this realm right now while we're here. And I don't regret it. It's something that I always know, no matter what's going on in this world, as long as I have a van, I have a roof over my head. I got a way to make me some money, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So that, that allowed me to be in that van life in, in peace and not Mm -hmm. let other people's fears Talk me out of it. I was on the phone one day with my friend and somebody had walked up to the van and I used to sit here. I'm in Arizona, so it's hot and I was doing it in the summer, but I would sit with my doors open and somebody walked up to me one day and was like, Hey, excuse me, ma'am. uh, you got any drugs in there? I was like, no. And I was on the phone with my friend and she was like, what? Is somebody just asking for drugs? Close the doors right now, friend. Drive away. I was like, if you don't calm down, you it, girl, that man is not about to bother me. <laughs> I don't have what he wants. <laughs> and Now he's gone, <laughs> so yeah. it's okay. But yeah. I can't allow other people's fears and anxieties and what they wouldn't do. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do it. Eighty percent of the things that I've done, you wouldn't do them. But you know, they <laughs> weren't for you. <laughs>
0: Because it's not your life. This is not the skin you're in. Thank you. Thank
1: you. So (laughs) you have to know yourself and you have to be able to say, even if it sounds crazy, just do it. I want to do it. Always know that you can, apart from dying, you can come back from it. You You can always come back from it. As long as you wake up the next day, it didn't work out. Let's do something different,
0: right? And I'm not advocating for nobody to just end themselves and them, but you know, re- we come back if some, you know if you believe in reincarnation, you might be back here <laughs> to right. try some different things. Say it again, <laughs>
1: Say it again, because some of us are back here now because we couldn't get it right the first time
0: because <laughs> y'all was too busy listening to other people's advice instead of living your life, okay? And that's why you're back. Working that all the time. You
1: don't even, wanna, you don't even <laughs> work. <laughs> right. Because so, you're so worried about what somebody else is going to think, what they're going to say, or, or how. But it, we're so programmed for that. We're so programmed for get up, get that nine to five, get that white picket fence, get the dog, get that. We're so programmed for this propaganda. It's, oh, don't get me started on my soapbox on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Lord, me and you both would be over here having a whole little tea time. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, I love it. Uh, do you have plans to like continue van life or was is that chapter, you know, closed for you for now?
1: That chapter is never closed. Anytime that I want to, I own a little small piece of land with a group of people in Palm Nevada. So I can always, whenever I want to go do some off-grid, I have that as an option. I love driving. So mm-hmm. to me, if it's... It about anywhere, I'll say the max right now just for my health. The max right now is about, and I won't even say for my health. If it's about 10 hours away, oh, I'm hopping in my van. I'm in my van and we. I'm not sleeping in no hotel. I'm not (laughs) spending no money on no hotel rooms, none of that stuff. Van life is a sense of freedom for me. It's a sense of, I can, my whole thing with that was, okay, I have this job. In order for me to afford rent or a house or all of this, I'd have to go get a a different job where I'm making more money and spending, exchanging more of my time just so I can come into a place and turn on a light switch. Hmm, Yeah. mm, No, let me find a job where I am not exerting myself mentally and physically, and you're not getting on my nerves and I'm going to minimize my life to where this is what I can do to afford it and not be stressed out. Van mm-hmm. life will always be a part of my life. I just told my family, I really want us to invest in like a family RV. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it offers a sense of freedom to not be able to say, and, and it it doesn't work for everybody. It's not for everyone. But for me, I didn't want the paycheck that I was making. I didn't want that to go 80 percent to be going just for me to come in somewhere and flush a toilet and turn on a light switch every day. The same exact thing that I was doing in an apartment, I was doing in my van, coming home, chilling out, propping my feet up, smoking a little bit, drinking a little bit or whatever it is going to be for that day. I can do that in my van. You know what I'm saying? My meditations. I I did podcasts. I did my podcast in my van. I did. Mm-hmm. I took care of my blogs. I took care of clients. I, I'm i able to do work out of my van. So it's definitely always a part of my life now, especially once since I've done it and know that I can do it. Oh, yeah. That's always an option.
0: Mm-hmm. and you're right a lot of people can't see themselves doing off-grid but off-grid is so free so free it takes you You to a different space
1: yes you just have it's it's such it's so light that's how I explain it it's so light this realm is so heavy sometimes and it's and it's not something that you can always get away from but if you can find something to lighten the load to lighten that feeling just for a little bit you'll be okay and that's what van life is for me that's what the intentional conversations are for me that's what just choose you is for me like I just made a post a little bit like right when I got back like this is my mental clarity this is my mental health this is how i make myself more aware in order for me to keep preaching this this is how i i need to live this not necessarily oh i have to find this content oh i have to find that it it's this is me the mm-hmm. inconsistency the posting monday maybe you'll get a post on thursday but understand <laughs> that <laughs> when you are getting my services understand that they are coming from such a powerful place of peace and such a place of me just wanting your energy to be as peaceful as you need it to be, whatever that definition is for you. Like, I don't have a definition of, it's taken me so long to really get into Just Choose You because of the way that it's presented as far as the business is concerned. Oh, you'll never be able to run a business this way. I've really had to take a step back and say, Okay, you know what? You can do this. You just have to do this for you. You this Mm -hmm. isn't about, oh, let me price myself so high where I only have to do three clients a day. No, that's not where I'm coming from with this. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've had to learn and adjust how. The business aspect works with the empath that's in me that works Mm -hmm. with the person that is just wants to help people and not necessarily doing this for the financial gain. So I've had to learn how to stop confusing the universe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Give very clear, clear directions.
1: (laughs) I've had to learn how to say what I want to do with the finances and things like that, because I've had to learn that, to respect the relationship with money, although it's not something that I'm like, I I'm, I developed this. I don't want to say hatred towards it, but the way that people act around money, I just don't like the way people act around it. So I've had mm-hmm. to refocus and retrain my whole thoughts about that. So, yeah,
0: that that's that's a deprogramming that um, oh, it takes it takes some active work. programming the way that we view wealth and money and it is a respect thing like money money can come and go but wealth is a whole different conversation that it you got you got to honor yourself you have to respect your energy your time your presence because wealth likes to be around that energy it's like oh you you're solid then I know that you're down for longevity I know that you're down to plant roots and that's what I'm here for you know, like, oh, you know, you're wealthy, you know, you are abundant, like, okay, I, I like to be in this presence, you know, but money, m- money, it can be kind of moved in, in shady ways. You know? <laughs> but, but it can also be used for our, our community's highest gain, right? Like our, our healthiest and wealthiest life. So it, it definitely takes a lot of, uh, challenging the dialogue around finances to be able to communicate with the universe in an effective way about finances and money
1: definitely a hard learned lesson that i've had to learn i'm still learning it also i can't even say that i'm done and a lot of people don't understand that it life is learning when you stop Mm -hmm. it's it's that that's not a good thing you're right. always learning yourself. You're always evolving. You're always changing. You're always, you shed skin every single day. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe you changing.
0: <laughs> All the time. <laughs> hmm. How, did, did minimalism and like shifting your lifestyle help you to shift your perspective with money and finances?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And it's not, that I didn't come from. It's not, I didn't struggle. I I didn't, my family isn't, some poor family, like I didn't. The struggling me and my kids did. I it was decisions I made. It, I definitely didn't grow up <laughs> the struggles that I put my kids
0: through. <laughs> Those were poor choices. You said we we signing up for a different reality right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it it definitely changed and has had an effect on how I am like my mother's first thing she yelled at me when I said I wanted to do van life she was like you weren't raised like that what do you mean I was I know I wasn't raised to live in the car but (laughs) we had a house I know (laughs) but now that my children are adults do I need that space that's what I asked. my Like, okay. People with, and I'm not, people with families do van life also. So again, it's not for everybody, but for me, I don't need that space. I had a four bedroom house, two and a half bathrooms, two and a half car garage. We didn't have any furniture in the front room. No one used it. I turned it into an office. No one, we didn't have kitchen furniture in our family room. No one used it. So, me looking at my family dynamic, and once everyone moved and got into their own space, it was more so of why do I really need all of this space? Mm-hmm. I don't need it. And then, for my most importantly, Before anything else, what I've had to learn how to put first, and it doesn't matter what I look like to people, is my mental health. Mm. Because I've been in such dark spots, because I've been in such deep spaces, my mental health is number one. So anything that goes against my peace, cut it out. Mm.
0: And that's the word. That is it. Mm. Oh, anything that is, is rocking with the peace, it's got to go.
1: It's That's it. You are the only person that controls your piece. Learn you, love you, live you, just choose you. You will see that on my Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. That's that's what I'm going to tell you.
0: Wow. It, is this also like what helps you to open up your voice and like share with the intentional conversations with Janelle or was that something that you just always wanted to do
1: that was that came from actually looking for spaces to try to network try to get just choose you out there as an introvert this whole social media thing I'm not I've never been a person that's like Oh, my life is on display. I've never been that person. I've always been a person that's been I don't even want to say private because if you know me, you know everything about me. I just don't put my life on display though. Mm-hmm. But this came about because I would talk to different people and they would say, "Hey, we can do this collaboration and we can do this that yada yada." yada. Oh, but it's going to be 69.99, 79.99, 80. I'm like, "Wait, what? Just for you to share my information?" Uh Never mind. Let me just create my own. <laughs> so it came from me wanting to just showcase other people and not charge you to do that. I want, if you are in this world and your purpose is out here trying to help people be a better them or help them be happy, whatever it is that you're doing it comedian, however you're doing it. I want to provide a platform that's going to allow you to showcase what it is that you're doing and we can both share it and get followers or whatever we're going to do with it. Just promote each other without charging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that was my but That's where that really came from. I like to talk. I don't necessarily have to talk to people, but I use, I have, things that i'd be wanting to say so i'm like you know what people with their talk shows get their own talk shows and this day and age you can get your own whatever and just talk about whatever you want to talk about Mm -hmm. and that's how that came about i don't i'm not a talkative person i don't i don't want to and i said i don't want to sound harsh i don't necessarily want to know how your day went but we can talk about (laughs) journaling and and metaphysical things all day (laughs) i just don't do small talk
0: yeah yeah I feel that. <laughs> Hence the whole birth of living experience. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We didn't, we didn't come to talk about uh, anything on the news here today. <laughs>
1: exactly. I don't care what Steve Harvey's daughter is doing with whoever. I don't care about none of that. Them, pe- them people money ain't giving me no money. I don't care about none of that stuff. No, that's not what you're going to find on any of my social platforms. I'm not going to even be posting about it. No, not at all. Now, you're going to find a nice journal prompt. You'll see what I've been eating. If I've been eating my fruit right, like you'll see if I go out. And that's what I've had to learn. I've had to learn and become, and that's this whole Now, why I'm being a little bit more consistent, I am my brand. I am just choose you. So I just need to share, you know, what I do on a regular basis. You're going to get some inconsistency. I may not post for a week. I may be feeling down and may not have the energy or be in that space to post. But mm-hmm. trust and believe when I provide that hypnotherapy, when I provide that intentional conversation, when I provide that Reiki, that is coming from such a space of passion in where it is that I'm supposed to be operating from. Mm-hmm. You are in some of the best hands you're going to come across.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. In good company. Oof, what what was your first experience with hypnotherapy? Did you, like, receive that first and then come into, like, whoa, like, I, I want to do this. Like, I feel led to do this. Or how did that come about?
1: I fought that so much in school because it just did not resonate with me initially. But we had to do, quote, unquote, clinicals before we can get certified, Mm-hmm. so I had to go and find people that wanted to get to do it and initially I was it's all about your intent I didn't go into it like oh I'm gonna find clients I went into this oh my goodness let me go put this post out here and see who <laughs> want to do some <this> hypnotherapy <laughs> so of course I got one or two hits and was like yeah I'll do it but that those two people did it one time and that was it and then I was like, okay, you you you're not gonna pass this if you don't get into this. So once I changed how I presented it, and once I changed my thought process on it, it was more so like be open to it. Maybe it does work because I just was like, how does it now for me to be saying that? I just was like, how this don't even work. Like I don't I don't want nobody to think <laughs> what it was is hypnotherapy is associated with, I don't want you to make me act like a dog. I don't want you to make me walk around looking like a duck. That's not even what it is. So once Mm -hmm. I found had that understanding of it and accepted that, it made me be able to present it better. And so once Mm -hmm. I had to do clients that didn't even know me, I literally was getting people off of Facebook, but they would come back to me and say, this really helped me. I really felt this afterwards. I really felt yada, yada. And that's my whole, that's what gets me going is to know that I helped you, to know to help someone get to a happy or get to something resolved or get over a hump. That That's my natural high. So once mm-hmm. people started coming back when I was doing my quote unquote clinicals for school, that's when I was able to embrace it more. I'm like, oh you do have a voice in this. You do have a... I used to think that my voice was too heavy and too harsh and wasn't soothing enough. So that was one of the things that... Yeah, that was one of the things that really was just like stopping me from doing it. But once those strangers were sending just that confirmation of, no, this is... I even had one that after the clinical, she wanted to continue with me. She did did sessions with me for a year and a half. So... It it once I got people to build my confidence in it, that's when the hypnotherapy was like, Oh, okay, I, I like this, I can do this, I'm good at this also.
0: Mm. That's wild because I was just thinking, like, man, I love her voice. This is wow.
1: It took me a minute. It's and what's weird. You know how people say, "Oh, I don't like to hear myself being recorded." I love my voice. I love listening to myself. That's part of why I listen to my podcast too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I my voice doesn't make me nervous or cringe or anything like that. I just didn't feel like it was it I didn't feel like it carried smooth enough for hypnosis. For mm. hypnotherapy. But once I learned actually that it's really hypnosis and hypnotherapy is really just opening a form of communication between you and your subconscious. Once mm. I got into that and learned that and understood that, it's I approach it so much differently. And the energy with it is I accept it more and understand what it is that I'm supposed to do with it.
0: Mm. For, for somebody who's like listening, who has never who has thought about hypnotherapy or they've seen it around, but they don't really know what to expect in a session or like, what does that entail, how do you normally like break it down or could you break it down for us so that the audience can really grasp it?
1: Absolutely. If you are familiar with praying or how people say, I speak to God or I'm going to go in this prayer room or I hear this or something just told me that's your subconscious. That is that feeling that you like, I don't even know how I just knew. I don't know why I was supposed to do that. I just knew. So hypnotherapy is a guided for people that go to church. It's a guided prayer session. Hypnotherapy for people that are not into church is a guided deep meditation session. It's a conversation that is guided between you and your hypnotherapist speaking to your subconscious on whatever subject matter it is that you wanted to focus on for that session. So if it's you're using it for stopping smoking, it's reprogramming your actual physical body and getting it in tune with what your subconscious wants. Mm. So it's not necessarily, I'm going to make you do this or make you do that. It's just more so of, because every, everyone isn't even accepting of it. Everyone, you can't say, Oh, I'm gonna do this and this is absolutely going to work for you. Everyone doesn't even have that communication, or that communication isn't even that open with everyone for everyone to even get it that way. So mm-hmm. I can't, I don't like to say that, oh, this is definitely gonna help you. It's for everyone. It's not. Some people are not ready to receive that change, they're not ready to receive that form of communication. So it's just a deep, guided conversation between you and your subconscious.
0: Mm. I love that. I love that. And thank you for for really laying it out like that because it definitely made it more understandable. You know, I know for people who are just hearing about it or really just trying to grasp what it is because there has been a lot of misinformation on what hypnotherapy really even is.
1: Like... Yeah, it is. And there's actually a person, Emerge Me Vay, that wants a sweetheart also, and he uses it for quite a few purposes. He does use it for entertainment purposes, and I, it, it can be used for entertainment purposes, but it's all in your intention. It's all in what are you coming into that session for? What are you coming into that session to do? What is it that you want to get out of that session? So it's all about your intention. Hmm.
0: Love that. I I did see and hear from the grapevine that you were releasing some more books. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I am going to be doing, it's a series that I want to do. My whole tagline, learn you, love you, live you. It's going to be a journal that's going to be 30 conversations with you about learning yourself. It's self-discovery. The next one is going to be the love you, things for you to remember about yourself. What do you like? What makes you happy? What color do you like? What color don't you like? Do you still like spaghetti? Do you not like macaroni and cheese anymore? Did you like it when you were little and now you're like, ugh. So that is what that one is going to do. And then Live You is just going to be giving you different activities. I hate the fact that, uh, I don't like using that word. I don't like the fact that the whole self-care thing became pampering and spa days and Getting your nails Mm. done and that mm, that's cool if that's for you, but that's not necessarily self care, okay, ladies, men? That's not it. (laughs) That's not it. Like it does not have to cost you a thousand dollars to have a self care Sunday. No, I'm sorry. Get you a cup of tea, sit outside on your patio, and let the breeze hit you. There go a nice, cool, free self care Sunday.
0: Man, oh. thank you look i'm gonna ring the bell
1: oh. man, man i just don't like the way they just commercialize so many things no because you know, that's people not
0: it want to sell their products <laughs> 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 they want to sell they want to sell you the pipe dream of what self-love is and that's not it <laughs>
1: Um, No, it's not at all. Not at all. But that is my next series that's coming out. And it's because people, that's the first thing that someone says to me. I don't know what to write. I don't know what I'm supposed to write every day. I have so many journals. I have one that I call the dump. And it's literally just if it's just too much going on in my head, I'm about to go write it. Write it. it. It doesn't necessarily already always make sense. It's jumbled mm-hmm. sentences. It's run-on sentences. Parts, it's, it's just fragmented thoughts. Mm-hmm. But they're mine, and it's in my <laughs> journal. And on occasion, I can go back and try to decipher them and see what was going on. Yeah. yeah. So, Ooh. those are coming out. I am working on those intently. That was, that's part of my whole frustration. I feel like I have to be doing a lot for me to be doing something, but then I get too much and get frustrated with it.
0: Let's <laughs> mm-hmm. see. You pacing yourself Yes, does, does wonders.
1: Yes, uh, but for yeah. right now, they can grab 30 conversations with you off Amazon and it's literally just guided prompts. I want people to like keeping a journal. I want people to have as many as I have. I got a million of them just because they're cute. <laughs> so yes. I collect them. <laughs> yes. But I want people to get in touch with wanting to know themselves, wanting to discover themselves, wanting to get to know you. you. You are amazing. I don't care what you're doing or what you are. You are that one sperm that made it. If we think about it like that, do you know how much you made it through? <laughs> Man. And you know,
0: I I actually learned something recently that was that blew my mind, y'all. Like for real. And I was reading up on it and they said that it's actually the the woman or like the uterus that pulls up whichever sperm is gonna make it. Like you you're the egg chooses you. You
1: choose
0: the egg. The egg chooses
1: you. So, wow. So, so
0: the others didn't even make it. Like, they actually get pushed to the wayside on into the walls when the vagina is like, mm-mm, you don't get to be born. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> wow. That, that you just taught me something.
0: I, you know, and that's, so how, see? That, that's how ingrained the patriarchy is. We really believe that sperm was duking it out.
1: Wow. You just taught me something. You learn something new every day. Every day every single day but that's 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 what I want people to do I don't want people to look at keeping a journal as a task or something like oh, I, I didn't do this today now the world from the end no I want you to look forward to it I, I self discovery to me so it's not so heavy I, to me it's an adventure oh what the hell am I going to figure out about myself today <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's an adventure like look at it that way it's because you're ever evolving you're ever the day that you stop growing, you need to start questioning some things. Mm-hmm. You're going to forever grow. You're going to forever change. You're going to forever look at something differently. It's going to all you' that's, that's life.
0: Mm-hmm. Getting curious in the perspective.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like get interested in yourself, get interested in you become obsessed with yourself and not in the whole freaky weird compulsive way. I'm not talking about that. Like, I'm just saying, fall <laughs> in love with yourself. Like that, who, who is, if you can't love yourself, like so many of those things are going around now, like who, if you aren't going to, if you can't love yourself, how can you expect someone else to love you? If you can't mm-hmm. spend time with yourself, how you want somebody else to spend time with you? Yeah. I feel like I entertain myself the best. I'm the funniest. <laughs> I understand <laughs> me the best.
0: I, I got all the the awards in that department for me. <laughs> I have, I, and look, I'm extra enough to like put them on paper and write them out and give them to my friends. Like Zane, you were the funniest today. You go, boo! I love you, girl. Great. Write it down. Oh, yes. wonderful stand up comedy. We love it here. Like. <laughs>
1: You you are your best, whatever. Come on, cheer your cell phone. Sometimes you need that. Like I talk to myself a lot in the mirror, a lot, a lot. So you but you need that sometimes. Yes.
0: Yes. Oh. So now I have loved every moment of this, just being present with you. And I would love the audience to also know how they can further support you, how they can book sessions with you. What where's the social media? And how can we just get involved with everything that you have going on and just choose you
1: everything you can find i am my website will be back up and running in a couple of weeks probably at the end of this week depends on how i'm feeling but that is just com. but until then i am on facebook as well as instagram as well as tiktok under at Just choose you. That's where you can book services. You can click the link on there to find 30 Conversations With You, which is on Amazon. You can also just go to Amazon and uh, do the search for 30 Conversations With You. Because my name name has an apostrophe in it, it doesn't necessarily always bring me up. It brings up this weird person's name. Not weird. I'm sorry. I don't know that person. I'm sorry. (laughs) It brings up this different person's name. (laughs) (laughs) But you can put in the search bar 30 conversations with you that will bring up the journal, which is the 30 guided journal prompts. You can also click on the link on my link tree on Instagram and purchase a t-shirt from me if you like a t-shirt. I have t-shirts with my logo and my um, branded statement. Um, One of the other things that I also say that I am is dope. D-O-P-E, which is distributing only positive energy. I have that mm-hmm. saying on a couple of t-shirts. So all of my social media is under at Just Choose You. The links for everything it is, my t-shirts, my journal, all of that are in my links on Instagram as well as Facebook. And you can always hit me, send me a message in any of those platforms and I always respond.
0: Y'all please go support and show some love. And is there anything on your heart and mind as a final message that you'd like to deliver?
1: Everybody, whatever it is, I won't say everybody on whatever it is. I'll say what has helped me through anxiety, through depression, through just regular everyday life to life, day to day things. You are the only person that controls your peace. Learn you, love you, live you. Just choose you.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Divine. It has been an absolute honor.
1: I appreciate it. You have no idea what this has done for me today. I have enjoyed this. I appreciate this energy exchange so much. So much gratitude.
0: Immensely. And... I'm speaking that, uh, you'll be on with me again and we'll share more sacred space soon.
1: Yes. Next time I'm in Chicago, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to be in Chicago more than likely in September, early September. So
0: I'll be ready for you. We'll get a good video, a video interaction exchange.
1: Yes. I would love that. I would love that. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yes. So y'all stay tuned for that. And It has been an absolute pleasure. So thank you, Janelle, and we will talk soon.